their first game of the season, and it's to the Winnipeg Jets by a final score of 4-1. to Like I said going into the back-to-back uh, with Minnesota and Winnipeg, this was going to be tough uh, for the Rangers to win both. It ultimately was. Uh, the Rangers did play well for large stretches of this game, but there were also parts of this game where they weren't great. Um, and, and it was going to be tough. The scheduling really didn't do them any favors. You know, playing initially against the Minnesota Wild team, playing their first game of the season, and thus their home opener. And same thing here at Winnipeg, their first game of the season, and their home opener. So, um, didn't love that and felt like it was going to be tough to win both. On the bright side, Yaroslav Halak was really good. Uh, I, I thought he gave the Rangers a chance to win. Um, it's only one game, but you feel better about him than you did with Alex Georgiev. Will that last? We'll see. But Halak, I thought, was really sharp. And then that's the main positive that comes out of this. thought the Rangers got off to a really slow start. Um, first period was not great. thought the Rangers were really, really good in the second. Uh, had nothing to show for it. They tied up in the third. And then eventually they just ran out of gas. And what hurts is, uh, you know, Winnipeg takes the lead with about 425 left. And those were these were the types of games last year where the Rangers were finding, they were at least finding a way to get it to overtime, banking the points, maximizing on the amount of points that they would get. So it's tough. Uh, it, it, it wasn't a heartbreaker by any means. Um, you know, losing the first game of the season sucks, but, you know, it, it was going to happen. And, you know, no, nothing to be ashamed of either. A, again, you know, you, you win at Minnesota, you lose this game to Winnipeg. Connor Hellebuck played a, a really, really good game. Hellebuck made 40 saves. The Rangers, 41 shots. The Rangers' shot totals have been encouraging so far this season. But Hellebuck, really the story for Winnipeg more than anything. Um, As I kind of alluded to um, in the last episode uh, against Minnesota, was that you might see Libor Hayek over Zach Jones, and unfortunately we did. And and, and really, uh, Hayek... I'm just not a fan of him, honestly. Uh, like, I just, he's not even a seventh defenseman. He's really not, not on a good team, at least. Like, on a good team, he's not a seventh defenseman. He's really, at best, an eighth, and really more so a guy that's kind of up and down between the AHL and the NHL. So, don't love that. I'd expect to see Zach Jones back in there next game. Um, Sammy Blay was out again. Another one of the situations where I feel like he'll be back next game, especially because Ryan Carpenter, he left the game in late in the second period. Uh, kind of a scary situation. I think it was a skate blade that maybe cut him on the ear or uh, somewhere uh, near the ear, and he didn't return. So that's, you know, a scary situation. You, you, you assume it's just a, you know where he needs to get stitched up or something to that effect, but, you know, you never know what that could be. So... Uh, either way, I'd expect Blay in there. For me, Ryan Reeves is someone who I really hope is susceptible to to not playing. I just don't think that he's giving you the best chance to win. He's I, I don't think so. Um, so whether it's Carpenter or Reeves, I would expect Blay in there. And I don't think Dryden Hunt will be the healthiest scratch, in part because Dryden Hunt scored the one goal tonight, believe it or not. Hunt got the one Ranger goal. It was actually a pretty nice goal at that, but... You know, like I said, I felt like the Rangers definitely got off to a slow start. Um, and that was indicative on the shot counts. I mean, the Rangers were outshot 13 to 10 in the first and 14 to 10 in the third. But in the second, the Rangers outshot Winnipeg 21 to 7. 
getting a lot of opportunities. I thought Lafreniere looked pretty good. I thought Kako. I thought those two looked pretty sharp. Panarin, you know, there was a breakaway chance for Panarin in the first. Um, unsuccessful. And so Panarin was slightly off tonight, timing-wise. But, you know, not a, not a game uh, where the Rangers uh, should be ashamed by their effort at all. Definitely did run out of gas towards the end. And, uh, you know, you just, once they tied it up, I was hopeful maybe that they would get a point. It didn't happen. Uh, and so, let's talk about the game. Uh, first period, Dryden Hunt draws an early penalty. Rangers have chances early on this power play. Good zone time, but then Artemi Panarin uh, takes a slashing penalty uh, 44 seconds into the power play. This is where, after the Rangers kill off that penalty, Panarin has a breakaway chance and does not score. So it is... And then uh, Winnipeg at 10:29 scores. It's Mark Shifley with the goal. Um, and assisted by Nikolai Ehlers and Josh Morrissey. So a bit of scrambling play by the Rangers leads to uh, a nice opportunity there. Uh, I'm trying to think of the forward that was involved. That maybe, I don't know if it was Carpenter. The fourth line was on for that goal. I know that. Uh, and Lindgren and Fox were the defensive pair. Um... Oh, you know what it was? It, it was it was a miss. It was a potential miss icing, where Carpenter seemed like he beat whoever it was on Winnipeg to the puck, or not even to the puck. It seemed like he got there first, and Winnipeg wins the battle and and Shively scores to make it one nothing. So we head to the second, and the Rangers really were the better team. Got a lot of opportunities and just could not get it by Hellebuck. And then former Ranger Morgan Barron high six Mika Zibanejad. The Rangers have a lot of chances on this power play. And they also don't score. So the Rangers go 0 for 2 tonight on the power play. And then Philip Heedle, unfortunately, takes a late penalty in the second. But a good job of the Rangers in the third period to kill that off. So we remain 1-0. And then at 355, a really nice passing play. Panarin continues to get points. He gets an assist. Gets it to Trocek, who finds Dryden Hunt. And Hunt buries it uh, to, give the, to tie the game for the Rangers at 1. And the Rangers still at this point. Making some good things happen, but eventually the tide turns and Winnipeg starts to take over. And they would eventually score. And this is a play where Keandre Miller behind the net. This was after a, a really bad shift by the fourth line. Now, Carpenter's out of the game at this point. So I think it was some combination of Reeves, Hunt, and Goodrow uh, with with Brayden, Shiner, and Hayek. And that was not a good pair, Hayek and, and, uh, and Shiner. But eventually they're all off the ice and it's Miller comes on. Um, and I believe it, it must've been, I think it was the Trocheck line. Yes, it was, it was Panarin, Trocheck, and I guess Lafreniere. Um, uh, and, and I thought Trocheck was a little, you know, a little weak in front of the net, uh, defending and also Panarin as well. And Sam Gagne, the veteran scores, uh, you know, a second effort, Halak did all he could. And so Winnipeg takes the lead two one before 25 left. And then former Winnipeg Jet, Jacob Truba. With a big delay game penalty at 17-26. It's going to be tough for me to really... And it's unfair. I was never the biggest Jacob Trouba fan. And last year, he really came around. It was a good season for him. Although the po the playoffs really pissed me off. Um, and now he's captain. So there's more pressure. There's more unfair criticism. But 
Truba back in Winnipeg takes a really bad delay game penalty. So any chance the Rangers might have had was gone on that Truba delay, uh, delay game. And Winnipeg scores on that power play. It's the second goal of the night for Mark Shifley. Uh, and that makes it 3-1. to one, And then eventually you get an empty net goal by Kyle Connor. And it's a 4-1 win for the Winnipeg Jets. Connor Hellebuck, like I said, 40 saves. I thought Halak did really well. Um, he had 31 saves himself. And, you know, Winnipeg gets it done. And so now the Rangers will head home to take on the Anaheim Ducks. And that will be interesting because that will be the return of Ryan Strom and to a lesser extent Frank Vetrano. So that'll be interesting in that sense. The Anaheim Ducks are going to be in town. Uh, they're taking on the New York Islanders um, a couple of nights before they, they play the Rangers. Um, but hopefully the Rangers can get a little bit rested after this, uh, you know, a, a lot of games in a short amount of time to start the season. I would expect them to do, you know, better. Uh, it, it, it appears to be uh, not a terrible, not a terribly tough schedule this coming week. You have home against Anaheim, home against the Sharks, and home against Columbus. Um, but a lot of off days in there as well. But, you know, definitely a, a bit of a favorable week schedule-wise to the Rangers. So hopefully they can take advantage of it. The Rangers are now 2-1. and one. Um, That's fine. Especially, you know, if you look at the schedule to start the season, 2-1 is a pretty good... It's kind of funny. This you, you wouldn't have necessarily thought that this would have been the loss. But, you know, Winnipeg, um, they might be a halfway decent team. Rick Bonus, actually, the new Winnipeg coach, uh, was out due to COVID. So former Rangers assistant Scott Arneal was the acting head coach in this one. And he gets the W for Winnipeg. So, again, Rangers fall to the Jets. And they will head home to take on the Anaheim Ducks. <laughs>